Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. How are you today? I hope you are enjoying your summer. It's uh, at least it's summer here where I'm at in in, uh, Tallahassee, Florida. It's May, um, early May, the week before Mother's Day as I record this. So uh, it's already quite hot here. So I'm not sure what you're experiencing where you are, but I promise you it's coming if it hadn't gotten there yet. All right. So this month, we're going deep into the topic of networking. We're kind of covering it from a whole bunch of angles. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast on why networking is so stinky and important, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that one, um, maybe even before you listen to this one. Today, we're going to talk about the way most people approach networking and then how I teach it differently to my clients. And I call what most people do, and you've heard this if you listen to the podcast, I call it the Tommy gun approach, right? So if you've ever watched the old movies back from the 30s and 40s, they had those guns, they're called Tommy guns, and I guess they were kind of semi-automatic. And they just would shoot so many rounds at one time, you know, usually into something to do with the mafia. And that's how most people kind of um, do their networking process. And you kind of shoot everyone with the information that you're looking for a job and hope that something lands in the right place and, you know, you get what you want. And I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with the Tommy Gunn approach. It's more that it's not strategic. So it's not as laser focused on you getting what you want out of your networking and ultimately in in terms of getting the next job for your career. So I call my approach the bow and arrow approach. And so you're going to be highly strategic and I'm going to talk about the difference between the two. Um, And you're going to be very specific in your ask in network meetings. So let's talk about kind of the problems first off with the Tommy Gunn approach, right? So let's just say you meet someone in a grocery store, someone that you know, and you run into them in the the grocery store. So the Tommy Gunn approach would have you tell them, hey, I'm looking for a job. If you think of anything, let me know. And that's kind of how the Tommy Gunn approach works. You're kind of telling a whole lot of people, if you think of anything, let me know. Here's my resume. I'm looking for a job. You may, may or may not even tell them what kind of job you're looking for. And I see the problem with that as being kind of twofold. Number one, you haven't given the other person anything concrete with which to help you, right? Even if you say, I'm looking for a position as a staff accountant, you haven't given them any other specifics about you and what you bring to the table, what kind of company you're looking for, and you haven't asked for any specific thing for them to do. You've said, hey, if you hear of anything, if you think of anything, it's very vague. And as I'm often saying on this podcast, vague requests lead to vague results. So if you give that kind of a vague request of somebody, you're probably not going to get much in the way of results. So one issue is that you haven't given them concrete, uh, a concrete way in which to help you. The second way that the Tommy Gunn approach is not effective in that scenario in the grocery store is you haven't provided any value to that other person. You've just kind of grabbed in the grocery store. And I think this Tommy Gunn approach kind of lends itself. It's so unfocused. It kind of lends itself to being self-centered, right? You're not strategic about this. You're not real focused. And so it's very hard to kind of think about the other person and think about how you can add value to the other person in that kind of scenario. 
So let's talk about the Tommy Gunn approach at a networking event, right? So you're at this event and you're telling everybody that you meet that you're looking for a job as a staff accountant. And if they think of anything to let you know, then you give them your business card or maybe you take their business card or they jot your name down, whatever. But they don't know you. And so the chances of anything happening from that are really slim because I'm not likely to recommend you for that position if I don't know you because that would be a direct reflection on my reputation and I'm not willing to take that chance if I don't know you. So let's talk about how the bow and arrow approach, the one that I teach my clients, is different. And, and mind you, with my clients, we go through, um, there are worksheets that they complete, there are um, processes that they go through, they have homework every week, but I want to kind of give you the overview, the 40,000 foot view of how the bow and arrow approach is different. So first of all, you're going to begin with the end in mind, right? So you know which employers you most want to work for, and you know who the decision makers are at those companies. So if we go back to our staff accountant position, and you know that you want to work for a certain accounting firm in town, you know who is the person that would ultimately make that hiring decision. If you don't know it, you can find it out on LinkedIn. You then want to set up a network meeting with someone currently in your network who can help get you to that decision maker. So let's say you look on LinkedIn and you see that the decision maker is John Jones and you see that you're a second level connection to John and the person that's in between you and John is maybe a, a faculty member in the accounting department at your university. So you will reach out to that faculty member and say, hey, it's me. Remember, I graduated whenever, and I was one of your students. I'm really interested in meeting John Jones. Would you be willing to put in a good word for me? Now, that's somebody who knows you, and that's somebody who can influence the decision maker. Let's say that you want, let's say there's still another person between you. So you've got this faculty member, you've got John Jones, and you've got somebody in between the two of you then that's who you want your faculty member to set up the one-on-one -on -one meeting with. So the goal is you want the faculty member to introduce you and maybe suggest that the two of you meet about opportunities at XYZ accounting firm. So you're being very strategic about this. I am very, um, I'm very clear in saying when it comes to job search networking, as opposed to kind of a more general networking that I want you to do throughout your career, I don't see benefit in meeting with people unless you've already identified a way in which they can serve you in your job search efforts. If there's not a clear-cut reason to meet with this person, I'm not saying you should never meet with them. I'm saying it's not the best use of your time while you're actively job searching. So number one, you're going to begin with the end in mind. So the second way that the bow and arrow approach is different is that you are asking that networking contact for specific assistance. You're not saying, if you think of anything, let me know. Or if you find out about any jobs, or if you know anybody at so-and-so company, let me know. You're asking them very specifically. You've done your homework ahead of time prior to the one-on-one meet, the -on -one meeting, or the, the reaching out on LinkedIn, or whatever the case may be. And you know exactly what you're hoping that person will do for you. And by doing that, you have something very concrete to follow up with, right? So if you just say, if you think of anything, it's very hard to follow up on that. It's so vague, you probably won't get a response if you even bother to reach out to them and say, hey, did you think of anything? They're going to be like, what are you talking about? But if you say, will you introduce me to Bill Smith? 
then the next day you can say thanks so much for meeting with me. I really appreciate your time and I look forward to the introduction to Bill Smith, kind of a reminder. The third way that the bow and arrow approach is different is that you're providing as much value to the other person as they are to you. And I'm going to talk about that in more detail in um, another episode where I talk about being a, not being a networking barnacle. But the idea here is quid pro quo. It's a, a legal term, kind of equal for equal, right? So tit for tat, I want you to make sure that you're giving as much value. And I'm going to break down how to do that in future episodes. But just I want to plant that concept in your mind that this is not all about you. And if you're looking at networking only as what can the other person do for me, you're doing it wrong. Because I can tell you that your network will not thrive and will probably shrink up and die if kind of the reputation gets out that all he or she, meaning you, all you do is ask for, ask for, and you don't seem to be willing to help the other person. That is not going to serve you in the long run. All right, so let's talk about how the bow and arrow approach works in networking events, right? So you're not going to know who's going to be there. You're not going to be able to do your homework ahead of time, and you aren't likely to have an extended amount of time to talk to the other person. So how does this you know, look? In this situation, I encourage you to be really in information gathering mode. You're going to find out who's there, who, where they work, what their job titles are, and any other information about their professional roles that are going to help you to figure out how these people can help you. Then you're going to go back to LinkedIn after the event and add them as a connection. Then you're going to do that homework. Then you're going to look and see who they're connected to. So let's say you go to this networking event and you meet um, a woman named Joan and Joan gives you her business card. You talk for five or ten minutes, um, you know, just basic, get to know a little bit about her. She knows a little bit about you. You move on. She moves on. And then when you get back to LinkedIn and you ask her to connect with you, you realize that she is going to be perfect to help you in your job search efforts. There's somebody that she's connected to that you really want to meet or maybe her previous job is the place that you now want to work so that's when you're going to want to schedule a one-on-one -on -one networking session with that person. So not everybody that you meet at that networking event is going to be appropriate for a one-on-one -on -one meeting. You're doing, think of this as recon, right? So you're doing reconnaissance. You're asking people questions. You're getting them talking about themselves. So if you're doing most of the talking at those networking events, you're probably not engaged in the bow and arrow approach. The strategic approach is you give them the basics about you, and if they're real interested, you tell them a little bit more, but basically you want to know what, what are they up to, how can they, how can you guys connect, how can this person be of service to you, and by that person doing most of the talking, you're also going to get a better idea of how you might be able to be ser of service to that individual so that quid pro quo can really be in action. Now, if you meet somebody at one of these networking events who does work for one of your target employers or in some other way, you know, can help you, go ahead, run for it. But just don't, I don't see much benefit in telling everybody that you're job searching, right? So I would with use caution in talking about that. Don't, I wouldn't necessarily lead with that unless it's a job networking event and that's kind of what everybody's doing. But certainly it's okay to bring that up if you come in contact with somebody that you think would be an absolute amazing benefit to your job search. Otherwise, just do that recon, do that information gathering, and then go back to LinkedIn and then figure out who are the people that could help me strategically with my job search. So I hope this has helped you 
in kind of thinking about the network, the Tommy gun approach versus the bow and arrow approach that I teach my clients. And again, we go into a lot more detail um, when I work with my clients and they go through my, my programs. So this is going to be a short one today, but as always, I want to be your job search coach. So please, in addition to rating, reviewing, and subscribing to this podcast, leave me a question. I'll be glad to answer any questions you may have. If you'd like to take this work deeper, you are welcome to set up a call with me. And the URL for my online calendar is in the show notes. And you can jump on a 30-minute free consult call with me. And I'm going to ask you deep probing questions about what's going on with your job search or your career, whatever situation you're in. And I promise you'll walk away from that meeting with at least two really good tips that you can use to make an immediate difference in whatever your goal is, whether it's job searching, whether it's managing your career, you're going to get great value out of that 30 minutes with me. That's always my goal. If I think that I can help you going forward, I will tell you what that looks like, but there is no obligation. And many times when I meet with folks, that's all they need for me. And I'm more than willing. I'm, I'm, I feel blessed for the opportunity to be able to give that to people. So take advantage of that if that sounds like something that would be of use to you. And I will see you next week. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach. So be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.